This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. Vinyl has seen a resurgence in recent years, but the increased demand for the old-school format has been impacted by manufacturing and supply chain issues that are delaying pressing schedules by eight to nine months. George Matarko looks at how these production bottlenecks are affecting independent recording artists and their record labels struggling to get albums out. Music lovers have proven this year that they really, really love vinyl. U.S. vinyl LP sales more than doubled this year compared to 2020. Last year's vinyl surpassed CDs as the physical release that listeners prefer to buy, and that's the first time that's happened since 1986. Yet this ongoing love fest for a once-forgotten format has made it challenging for musicians to deliver their latest albums and back catalogs to fans. Musicians and labels are being told that if they can deliver master recordings to a record plant right now, it could be eight to nine months before their album is pressed, packaged, shipped, and ready to drop in record stores on release day. Carrie Culleton is co-founder of Record Store Day, an annual event that used to take place in April until the pandemic hit. This year, they did multiple Record Store Days, and they saw vinyl delays for each event. We knew that was happening, so we've created this, okay, we'll work with labels and distribution and say, hey, your title is probably not going to make it for Black Friday. Let's just schedule it for December 10th, or let's move that to Record Store Day 2022. This year's holiday rush has many items unavailable due to systemic supply chain issues. Those issues, along with shipping delays, plus worker and material shortages, have impacted production. Cry your heart out, clean your face. Grammy Award-winning artist Adele had some indie labels wondering how Sony Music was able to get 500,000 copies of her latest album, 30, to jump the line in the pressing queue and secure valuable production time. But I saw someone say, like, Look, let's be realistic. 500,000 sounds like a lot, and it is a lot, but it's not a lot at the same time worldwide. There's just so many elements, and it's not Adele's fault. These things were there before. But Colleton says musicians looking to point fingers should go easy on the singer since her label got everything ready more than six months early in advance of a mid-November release date. The few vinyl pressing plants that exist in the U.S. are stretched really thin right now. Many pressing facilities are operating at full capacity with some reportedly put into 24-hour, seven-days-a-week production. Plus, there's issues with getting materials like PVC and cardboard. On top of that, vinyl is hard to turn around rapidly because it's not a mass-produced item. It's a craft. Making a record is literally a hands-on process, with many workers whose often-gloved hands are delicately coming into contact with each disc coming off the press. There's also the fire that burnt down Apollo Masters Corporation in California in early 2020. It was one of only two places in the world that produced the lacquer discs needed to press vinyl. That fire alone destroyed 70% of the world's supply of lacquer. There's actually many factors contributing to delays in vinyl, and pressing plants, labels, and musicians are having to make compromises. Eric Astor is CEO of Furnace Record Pressing. They recently pressed the limited edition Metallica Blacklist album, a covers album featuring Phoebe Bridgers, St. Vincent, and Idols performing the band's songs. So close, no matter how far Couldn't be much more from the heart Astor says he's been taking orders from a mix of both major and indie labels and giving priority to those who they already have established relationships with. You know, we just can't take on new customers because it's kind of unfair to the customers that we already have. But if a newer artist is insistent on getting something specific, like, say, clear vinyl for a limited edition 7-inch, 
Astor says to look to other vinyl pressing operations. There's a lot of small plants that have popped up over the last couple of years. And those are the plants that are catering to those companies uh, and, and small bands. A lot of what pressing plants are producing isn't just new vinyl. In many cases, it's reissuing an established artist's older catalog work. Matt Harmon is the U.S. president of Beggars Group. Its roster includes Radiohead, Big Thief, Lucy Dacus, The National, and others. Maybe I listen more than you think. Beggars recognizes the importance of releasing more of an artist's back work. So we have a massive, massive backlog of pretty key titles that are just waiting to go into production. I mean, our production team, when there's, you know, 1500 unit capacity sort of availability here, they'll jam some catalog in. But I mean, we don't feel like we're going to be caught up. It's going to take us no less than 12 to 14 months to catch up at this point. Harmon says that the artists under beggars are doing the best they can to plan for these scarce resources. We're going to the bands and we're saying, hey, we have 2000 records coming in. We know that you guys are touring next April. We will hold product for you. What do you want? So, you know, they might sort of say like, you know, can we have 400 LPs? And we will cleave that off of what we have available and hold it for them so that we can guarantee that they have product next year. It's a very stressful time for our production team and for our sales team because there's no way to satisfy everybody's needs and wants. And there's a price to pay for not having vinyl ready by the artist's actual release date. Small and mid-sized bands rely on merch sales, especially when they're touring. Seattle band Acid Tongue released a new album earlier in December. They didn't have vinyl ready in time for their release date. And they say that vinyl makes up about half of their merch income. So they'll take a hit financially if the vinyl doesn't arrive in time for upcoming shows. Drummer of the band Ian Cunningham's being told, Try again in January. Another partner that we've worked with a lot said we've halted all orders for months now. and So it's a struggle. I mean, everyone is giving us the same answer and you just kind of got to commit and bite the bullet and know that it's going to probably take nine, ten months. Guy Keltner, the band singer, believes that having an LP to sell is crucial. I think the most important part about it is, is the souvenir aspect of it. Because on tour, having a memento to bring home with you really matters to people. But Keltner, who also runs the band's record label, Freak Out Records, says that they'll instead rely on pre-orders, which essentially gets fans to crowdfund their latest projects as they're waiting on the vinyl version. Yeah, there's a subscription service called Vinyl. They spell it like V-N-Y-L. But they kind of saved us. And I started this conversation with this woman over at Vinyl, and she was like, hey, what we do is we send these things out upon release, and they make sure that you know hundreds of people have them right away. Guy believes that the production bottlenecks, while tough for freakout to manage, aren't going away anytime soon. I'm not optimistic that it'll get fixed quickly. He says he's had to develop the mentality that patience is a virtue. Because we can't not have it right now. I would go nuts. You know, this is my whole livelihood. Yeah. There's no telling when these delays will end. So if you're looking for a particular title on vinyl, take a deep breath, pull something else off the shelf, then drop the needle, sit back, relax, and listen. Reporting for Sound & Vision... I'm George Macharco. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.